Hi there, welcome to the Edup Marcom podcast. You're very welcome. My name is Philip Smith. I'm the host of the show. Every week here, I interview CEOs, founders, CMOs, and consultants from many of the largest and most successful colleges, universities, and education institutions in the world, where we talk about marketing, communications, and sales, and more. Finding out how to grow your student numbers successfully. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Stephen. Great to have you on the Edup Markham podcast. Thanks, Philip. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Stephen, just for the listeners, could you state your name, your role, and the uh, university that you work at? Sure. Uh, my name is Stephen Roberts. I'm the group head of marketing at Griffith College. Fantastic. And Stephen, just as we start things off, could you just talk us through a little bit about your experience in education? Sure. Yeah, well, I, I, I actually started out in the kind of tourism and the heritage sector has always had an interest in in history and heritage alongside marketing. So originally I was marketing director for a company called Heritage Island, which looked at visitor attractions around the island of Ireland. And from there, I ended up going and working with uh, Tourism Ireland. And I, I worked in a number of roles in marketing and strategy there. Uh, and I ended up heading up the, the marketing team uh, for the Nordic region. And then in, in 2012, uh, an opportunity came up, uh, the, the marketing role at Griffith College uh, to oversee marketing and recruitment for the Irish and UK markets, but predominantly focused on, on the Irish market. Mm. Um, and yeah, I jumped at the chance. I, I'd always had an interest in, in education. Uh, Griffiths has and had an excellent reputation um, and continues to do so. Uh, so it was an exciting opportunity. Um, so I've been with the college since that time. Uh, and then last year, uh, I had uh, the privilege of joining the college's management board. Oh, fantastic. That's great. I, I suppose this, this, it's great to have that experience in other industries than to put it into education, I find, as well. And I suppose just to dig a bit deeper into it, Stephen, then just, I suppose just tell me a little bit more about what your role involves and a bit more about Griffith College. Sure, Philip. Yeah, so... Uh, Griffith is Ireland's largest private third-level college. We've over 7,000 learners, and we've campuses in Dublin, Cork, and Limerick. So we have very much that the kind of a national footprint in terms of our, our campuses uh, across the country. We have a range of, of courses at undergraduate and postgraduate level. And then we also have uh, you know initiatives such as apprenticeships uh, and a range of professional and short courses. Uh, as group head of marketing, I oversee all marketing, brand, and promotional activity in, in the Irish and UK markets. We have a team of approximately 20 people and, and those roles would cover all aspects of marketing, digital and social media. Um, uh, in addition to that, then, I'm also quite strongly involved in the college's data protection committee uh, and its activities. Um, uh, and I qualified as a certified data protection officer a number of years ago. So I've been able to bring that um, kind of skill set to those committees as well as my broader roles, with, you know, as, as group head of marketing. Well, that's really interesting. And I know for, for a lot of the listeners that the GDPR and data protection is is of particular interest and it's such a, a I suppose, a, a broad and complicated field. And I suppose just to delve more then into the college, so I suppose what makes Griffith College different perhaps, or, you know, how does that impact maybe the marketing message that you uh, put out there? Sure. Yeah. I mean, we, as I mentioned, we have that national footprint with, with campuses in Dublin, Cork and Limerick. So I think that's important. We're, we're a private third level institution. So I think as, as part of that, we need to be agile. We need to be responsive to market demand. Um, you know, we need to work closely with industry to see where there are, you know, 
um, you know, where, where demand lies from industry in terms of, you know, kind of particular skill sets and, and examples would be courses that we've developed, you know, in trust and safety and content moderation, that, that's a growing space and national apprenticeships that we've recently launched in, in healthcare and bar management. Um, I think, you know, as an institution, we, we, we focus very much on the learner, um, you know, there's a kind of a mentoring aspect to, to, uh, to, to how we work with, with our learners. We've traditionally had small class sizes, which I think is very beneficial. Um, and I think also the international footprint of the college, it's an important part of our DNA. We've learners from over 100 countries and, and there's great work done by our international recruitment team there. Um, in terms of, uh, you know, the, the, the college uh, and some key milestones, next year we'll actually be celebrating uh, the college's 50th year. It was founded by Professor Hegarty in, in 1974. So, yeah, I mean, there's a long tradition of, of learning. And I, I guess that that mix of agility and, and responding to, you know, where where, where market demand lies is, is really key for us. Fantastic. And it's a great achievement. And I suppose what, what are some of the maybe the key challenges you faced in, in you know, creating that effective marketing or, or building up the, the student population for the college? Yeah, I mean, I think if I look at it specifically from a marketing perspective, uh, the key really is to build a good team initially. And I think that's particularly challenging. You know, it is an employee's market at the moment. So I think the onus is on institutions and, and you know, all forms of business to to really ensure that there is a, you know, a good um, uh, progressive structure in place and opportunities for people to come in and and, and stay and grow in their roles. I think, you know, a challenge for, for any marketer is creating that digital ecosystem, you know, where your platforms really are speaking to one another. I think there's a lot of talk about 360 degree marketing, but but it is always a challenge when you're trying to align legacy systems with, you know, new platforms and with your website and your social and digital channels. I think for looking at education recruitment, you know, I think we were just having a quick chat at the outset there, but it, it it's it's always on, Philip. You know, so we've you yeah. know the, the autumn intake finishes and you're you're straight into the next one. So I think it's about um balancing the requirement for tactical activity with making sure that you have a strong you know, kind of brand message and brand presence in place, and and that's something that we've we've placed a lot of emphasis on in in Griffith College and certainly in my time with the institution. Um, uh, you know, we have to try and make sure that hit refresh branding is there alongside any of the kind of more tactical activity that's needed to drive an intake on a particular course or for a particular faculty. Of course, of course. I suppose just to delve into the marketing a bit more for the listeners, mm-hmm. I, I know that there's a, a diverse range of marketing that you do. So I know there's television advertising, digital marketing. You've got a quite um, a varied strategy you know, in, in your marketing. Would that be right? Yeah, I mean, we, we we try and aim for that 60-40 split, you know, in terms of, of, of brand and tactical. And, and and I think it is a challenge for, for any institution. And particularly we, yeah. we from our kind of footprint, we have more than 200 courses that we're, we're recruiting on at any one time. Yeah, of course. Um, so what we try and do is exactly what you said, Philip. You know, we, we have the the TV, maybe in cinema and outdoor, trying to to get across that broader kind of brand message and, and getting that reach and then we would have a very strong focus on our, you know, our, our digital and social channels. And a lot of that we would handle via dedicated in-house team within the college um, to make sure that, you know, you're, you're, you're getting uh, appropriate cut through around particular courses um, uh, and, you know, that we're really doubling down on the audiences that we need to reach for those programs. 
So that that's that's typically the way we'd approach our media planning, and we work with some really good agencies that that ensure that we're, you know, we're on our game in that space. Fantastic, yeah. And I suppose, how do you see maybe the education sector changing then as well, or, or perhaps Griffith College maybe changing into the future? Well, I mean, next year, I guess with with uh, GC fifty, the the fiftieth anniversary, I think we'll have from the college's perspective, there'll be a lot of um, opportunities to reach out, engage with with our alumni community. We've over forty thousand alumni, wow. um, so that so that'll be that'll be you know a, a, a great range of kind of activities and events to to kind of capture that and mark that milestone. I think as a college, we're you know we need to remain agile. We need to look at what the opportunities are and where market demand lies. I think there's certainly, um, you know, continued opportunities for growth internationally. In particular, we've seen we've seen that's that that's been very strong. But but also initiatives such as the the national apprenticeships in healthcare and and in bar management. You know that that's been a new uh, area that the college has moved into um, uh, successfully. In terms of how is kind of marketing changing. I uh, you know and 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 I guess the you know what we have to be conscious of when we're marketing our courses. You know there is that impact of of working from home and on hybrid working. Um, so if we looked yeah. at you know kind of demand for programs, we have to be conscious that there's there's likely to be a, a long term trajectory towards you know increased demand around blended and online programs. If people are working two or three days from home uh, and then the remainder in the office, that online and blended delivery gives you that flexibility. Um, you know, they can study in their own time or there's less of a travel commitment involved. So I think that's that's something that's only going to continue. Um, I think we're going to have to, as institutions, be aware of the importance of transversal skills, you know, with Industry 4.0 and the likelihood that people are going to have multiple careers. So they're going to need to learn continuously and, you know, upskill uh, across a variety of areas. Um, and I think more broadly, we're going to see the impact of AI and other kind of machine learning technologies as course, well, yeah. both, both within marketing, but also as as educational institutions. So uh, I think an, an interesting time and a, it'll bring certain challenges, but also opportunities as well. Mm, yeah, I think that's a lot of really interesting points there. And I suppose that does that does lead into this question a bit more. This next question a bit more so in terms of the the future maybe or purpose of marketing or communications in the education sector do you think that will be different as well Stephen or do you think maybe you know some things will stay the same and then some things might change in terms of how we uh, you know communicate our, our message to, to prospective students I, I think it's a mix Philip yeah I think on the one hand we're going to have to be increasingly digitally savvy you know digital channels are are you know absolutely crucial to to effective education marketing these days um, so you're going to see technology playing an increasing role. Um, I think we're only starting to get to grips with you know the recent advances in AI technologies and course, yeah. you know what what uh, platforms such as ChatGPT and others can do around productivity for marketing teams, but also trying to ensure that we don't lose the importance of you know that creative message and. Uh, you don't end up with something that's that's communicating uh, maybe the it, your efficiency is improved but the message becomes increasingly bland so yeah, that's a challenge. yeah but but there are certain elements that i think will will remain the same you know the importance of great creative um having a clear strategy being very clear on your positioning and targeting um being clear about the importance of reach and using you know taking a multi-channel approach which i think is been proven to be much more effective than doubling down on any one channel and then continuing to balance that brand and tactical activity um what, what i would love to see it's something I've, I've written about um in the past i have a regular marketing uh, magazine column um here in ireland but 
I, I'd like to see some kind of more formal CPD or ongoing training for yes vector, you know, for for marketers because um, it's something I'd be familiar with wearing that data protection hat that I mentioned earlier. You know that there's there's an ongoing requirement for CPD there, and including aspects such as ethics. And I really think that it would further help professionalize our our um, our, our our industry, our marketing industry. Um, to see that element being developed more. Um, but the final thing I would say is that with the increased range of digital channels that are there, I think martech.com is estimated there's over 10,000 marketing technology platforms at this stage. Wow. I think the, the challenge for us all as marketers, but within the education sector and more broadly is how do you balance the requirement for increased levels of specialist expertise without going into that silo and not having that broader marketing awareness, you know, when you, when you come to be a marketing leader, a marketing a CMO or whatever, um, yeah, and, and you yeah. have that broader viewpoint and horizon. Um, so I think that's going to be an increasing challenge for, uh, for, for marketers, for teams, for businesses, because every year, uh, you know, each of the channels gets increasingly more complex and more specialized. Um, so how do you step above and beyond that um, to ensure you, you keep that broad horizon. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Um, and I think it's, it's very relatable to a lot of, you know, marketing CMO or CMOs and CEOs and everyone listening um, because of these, uh, the new platforms and the, the difficulty in trying to use them and, and move where students are going. And, and just one more question then, I suppose, that that leads to that a bit as well. Um, I know that you're a data protection expert and you're, you're very involved in that at the college as you mentioned Stephen so I suppose is it'd be great to get maybe capture a bit of your insights into that in terms of you know how important is data protection for for college universities and and perhaps some you know maybe even thoughts around how they can properly manage it. Sure yeah I, I mean from my perspective maybe I would say that but I, I think that Having a strong knowledge of data privacy is absolutely crucial for modern marketers. When we talk about that, there's more than 10,000 technology platforms out there and, and each of them use personal data in their own way. I think that marketing teams need to, um, you know, approach any such technologies or platforms um, with data privacy in mind, because I think you're, you're dealing with an increasingly savvy consumer who's aware of their data protection, particularly since the introduction of GDPR. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of what businesses and, and educational institutions can, can do, I, I would always suggest that you start with, a, you know, get the basics right. Um, so the two key pillars in particular would be, you know, being aware of the, the legal basis. So there are six legal bases uh, under GDPR for what, you know, for um, property personal data. So always be clear on that. And then, you know, any of your activities should be aligning with the, the seven principles of GDPR, you know, is, it, is, is the processing lawful? Is it fair? Is it transparent, etc. And I think from there, then you iterate. Um, I, I don't think you can, you can build a perfect data protection structure overnight. And I think that was people's fear. Um, but really what you need to do is you need to, um, you need to think about the principle of accountability and you need to get a structure in place and iterate and develop it over time. Ideally identifying champions within your team, you know, people that might be linking in, if it's a bigger institution, it might be linking in with the DPO, with the data protection officer, you know, the, the compliance team, so that they're aware of any changes that are happening in the space. Um, 
uh, and you know keeping it on the marketing agenda and particularly i would say if you're considering the introduction of a new platform or you're thinking of a you know uh, expanding your first party data strategy think about data protection from de- the perspective of design and default and what that means is that really data privacy should be built in at the outset of any consideration of a new project that allows you to undertake something called a data protection impact assessment which then enables you to assess the risks involved in that technology from a data protection perspective and also to hopefully put in place mitigating actions that will lower the risk or indeed you might even identify that there are um there are other uh, options or ways of achieving the same goal without that level of of processing of personal data being um required but in summary, it's a fast-moving area. It's something that marketers do need to keep top of mind, hundred percent. Great, and I, I could have you on again just to talk about data protection because I know that's there's so much in that, and um, you know, there'd be a lot to go through. But uh, I appreciate you um, giving some good good thoughts on that, Stephen. Stephen, just just to wrap up, is there any, I suppose, a key uh, you know key piece of advice you would give for successful growth for for college or university from your experience? Um, yeah, I, I think from an institutional perspective, the importance of, you know, listening to the learner um, being agile, responding to a lot of the um, the, the changing demands of, of, of society in terms of the, the skills and requirements that are needed, um, uh, you know, as, as we move forward, I think from a marketing perspective, the importance of keeping on learning um, the importance of continuing to stretch yourself. Um, and I, I know we talked about a couple of the different aspects there that I've I've taken on board as part of during my kind of career journey. Um, another one that I I, I did w- recently was was joining as a board member of the Discovery Program, and I think that gave me a different um, uh, insight into you know the workings of uh, a board and trying to see how you know marketing communications professional could could add value to to that. I think keep learning and ideally for young marketers in particular, get a mix of experience, you know, try and get a, try and get an understanding of different sectors. Ideally, if you can get some international marketing experience, that's hugely helpful. Um, And then ultimately build that network and build, build that range of transferable skills that that's what will stand to you as a marketer over the course of your career. Yeah, I think that's, that's great advice. Stephen, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing your insights. Uh, It was a real pleasure. Thanks, Philip. It was my pleasure. Thanks, Stephen. Hi, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Ed Up Marcom podcast. If you'd like to be a guest, you can do so by applying on edupmarcom.com, where you can also find a catalogue of all of our episodes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. it.